conversations around wellness and weight loss can be complicated. There's the Instagram filter we all see on IG and social media, and then IRL. And between $20 smoothies and daily ice baths, everyone is doing the most to hack the health system. But there's a better way. Row. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. And you can sign up from the comfort of your own home. No scheduling a doctor's appointment, commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Of course, medication must be paired with diet and exercise modifications in order to achieve any stated results. Medication cost is not included in the program. Patients must pay for medication separately. With Roe, average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to roe.co slash andysgirls. You can sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash andysgirls. Sign up today. I just came back from the salon, and for the record, I went with a sassy little bob and quiet luxury shade of blonde. Yes, that's literally what we're calling it, quiet luxury. (laughs) Aside from trips to the salon, I don't actually blow out my hair. My hair is naturally wavy, and that's why I love Way. Way's new anti-frizz cream is a lightweight cream that provides immediate frizz control that lasts for up to 72 hours. I know that I have a limited amount of time (laughs) with wet, wavy hair in which to get myself in order. And that is why I love the anti-frizz cream. It has notes of bergamot, Italian lemon, violet, and more. And it smells unbelievable. Believable. Truly, as someone who is a little bit sensitive to scents, I put this in my hair and I feel great. It also genuinely pairs well with my perfume, which I appreciate. I don't blow out my hair because after years of color processing and attempting to make it straight, I know it looks better and stays healthier when I avoid blow drying, which is why I love the anti-frizz cream. I've used products, especially with wavy hair, where it feels heavy and looks kind of wet. And that's why I love Waze Anti-Frizz Cream because it enhances the natural waves in my hair. I still look like me, just a little elevated. And P.S. I am way obsessed with Waze other bestsellers. Their leave-in conditioner, detox shampoo, my personal favorite. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E- O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code Andy for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Andy. If you can't handle my anti-Semitism, you can't handle me. Shalom, my name is Sarah. I would also pay $2,000 to get my imaginary kids to poo. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good one. Thank you so much. It really was. It was funny. Oh my gosh, I'm so, I'm so thrilled. It was a thinker. I I didn't get it at first. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It was my New Yorker moment. Hello, friend. It's um, it's Andy's girls. It is Andy's girls. What a what a pleasure to be here with you, Sarah. Such a pleasure. We've um we've gotten very zen about the show lately. Um, we both have really adopted uh, subscribed to the Church of Zarin and have just really decided to <laughs> stop um stressing about things. And um, it's great. I'm really excited to talk about. I mean, the thing we all need to talk about this week is the Housewives of New York, part two of the reunion. I felt a lot of anxiety watching it. I felt a lot of, I was like, I was really upset about it while also creating Twitter quizzes. Oh, I was included. into that. So as most people have probably, probably heard, uh, Jules has, um, is taking a step back. She hasn't been asked back or she's doing the fake quit thing where they pretend they're leaving of their own volition, but it's not actually up to them. Do you think, um, so Jules is leaving and I, um, and do you think that 
Like, it feels weird to me that if it was Bravo's decision that they would have announced it before that reunion the, aired. The timing is terrible. So it makes me think that were... she actually was like, I'm not doing this again because of her family or because of something with her husband. Well, I, so I was Googling it because I think I was either texting with you or somebody else, but I was um, trying to figure out if I had actually read this or just made it up in my head that Michael refused to have the kids on camera once they filed for divorce. And I found an old, pa- old meeting like a month ago page six article where he said that he didn't want them on camera and then her response back through her reps was like that's ridiculous you signed up when you guys were still happily married you can't just like revoke a um what's it called revoke like a release, or a release because you're unhappy with your soon-to-be ex-wife kind of thing and i'm guessing what probably happened was if bravo was interested in having her back he wouldn't sign a release for an upcoming mm-hmm. season and she doesn't have the clout of bethany so she can't just like scoot off without having her kids in the picture it does make me kind of sad though because i feel like bravo has this history of firing season one women right when their personal lives implode like i would have been really interested to see jules's next season as someone going through the midst of a mm-hmm. divorce finding her bearings she's already sort of exposed what could be perceived as like dirty secrets not anything she should be ashamed of but she's gone to those personal places and said you know i'm i live every day with an eating disorder blah 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 and it would have been kind of interesting to see a different version of that or knowing that she now is in this weird conflict with bethany and carol would have been interesting to see that play out if they were also agreed i feel like uh when you had sent me the message, or I, yeah, no, I'm sorry, I, I had just read the article when you texted me to be like, rest in peace, Jules is fired. <laughs> um, and I had just read the article on E! or something, and yeah. I, my first thought was like, oh, like, kind of disappointed. Not because, like, I like Jules, at least, like, I liked her fine, but what I like about her is that she had a real storyline. Like, her none of her stuff was, because it was her first season, like, none of it was, like, super, like, it wasn't like having a ridiculous. I mean, she had a ridiculous business, but like her stuff was that she she was really ha- trying had an eating disorder, and yeah. that her her husband clearly were going through something that we right. saw on the show, and it like, I mean, oh, oh guys, just so you know, <laughs> I'm just gonna keep it real with you because like we're not gonna start over. Um, there is a woman um, yelling at us that there is the water in the um, building that we're in is being turned off. So this will be a, a special thrill for those um, fans and <laughs> listeners who don't like our audio quality. Um, <laughs> Listen, it's like a blaring noise. Guys, it's Andy from On High. He's saying, <laughs> he's saying we're doing a great job. Love it. Oh, my God. Oh, we're getting water back, guys. We're so... getting water. That might happen every five to seven minutes. <laughs> um. So I think it was sad to me for that reason. But the same reason you said, which is that she obviously, like, had real stuff to tell. And her second season, I think, would have been better because she would have been going through something. Yeah, I think that's true. Though, to speak, just to play devil's advocate, like, it probably is better for her kids not to watch their mom on a show, like, in years to come about watching her, like, sort of, like, go through maybe a messy divorce with their dad. Yeah, but I feel like unlike with other people, um, I don't think they have anything to be ashamed of. What do you mean other people? I mean, if I was Bethany's daughter, watching her behavior when I became an adult or something close to it, I would be ashamed of to have that as a parent. Well, okay. I was really upset. Uh, Like, I was 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 texting you and you were like... I was trying not to deal... Like, I was trying... I know we haven't talked a lot about the housewives, and then last night when I saw your... You texted me a few times, or I texted you, and then you responded, and then there was, like, emotion on your Facebook and Twitter, and I was really <laughs> interested in actually trying to get to talk about it, because I felt like you had a, it was a lot, a lot of stuff was going on for you. Um, I think that maybe Bethany is the devil. I can't believe I spent $50 or $40 or a dollar, a single dollar, on a zero-fuck sweatshirt when she's all of the fucks. Like, I just want to, like, sit down with her, and I feel like that's possible, because we are best friends. And I just want to sit down with her and say, you know, your behavior is repulsive. What she did last night um, and her complete disengagement from the idea of responsibility for some of the shit she was saying, which she just categorized as, but I'm being real, which isn't actually a thing to be proud of. I would be proud of acknowledging if I had made a mistake or was a dick to someone. She just, she kind of doubles down on it in a way that's so awful to me i think she's 
an awful person. And when she was talking about visiting her mom again and seeing her mom, I was like, yeah, you guys should probably become close because I think you've become her. Because everything that she has said about her, her mom was a horrible person, was only interested in money and blah, blah, blah. I, I, it's not that I think Bethany's only interested in money because she has it now. I think she's so deeply invested in being the person who's seen as the guiding light for this show that she has become the worst thing possible which would essentially be jill zarin season three i think she has be it's like a full circle moment for bethany because she has become that person who's so sort of self-obsessed with how they're branding themselves and she's now branded herself as like the i know it all in a cheeky way and zero fucks and whatever that she's completely blind to how she's being correctly seen by others. And she just now has decided to like put all of her chips in on the table toward, well, I'm, I'm being real and that's it. When it's like, you're actually being cruel. Being real is different from being correct. I can't stop hating how she behaved in the Berkshires. I think her behavior in the reunion has been abysmal i don't understand and I, you know i'm a bethany diehard i do not understand how it would be possible to defend her behavior last night and the week before and i'm like barely jewish like i remember being <laughs> i was about to call it backstage so terrible <laughs> i remember being like behind the whatever it's called and my rabbi i was i've been in theater for um just a, just a little bit and i remember my i was nervous before my butt but my rabbi was like just pretend it's a one-woman show. And I was like, yes! <laughs> now I get it. <laughs> I killed it, guys. Um, but I was really, really... You lit those candles with conviction. Oh, yeah. Um, but I was really, really, really upset by what she said about Jules. Like, saying that Jules had a... Gave a bad rap to Jews when it's like, you're not Jewish, and even if you were... She is Jewish, just... right? I mean, she's Jewish because, like, somebody on her side her is Jewish. Is Jewish but she, I don't think she had a bat mitzvah. Not to be a dick, but, yeah. like, there's, like, a bare minimum of stuff that one should do. Like, just, like, bare minimum. And I don't think she really identifies as Jewish. But even if she does, like, that was a really shitty thing to say. Like, a Catholic person can be a dick to a Catholic. Like, if, she, if we're going to pretend that she's pretending to be Jewish, then fine. But it's it just felt um, so unnecessarily cruel to someone who is having a rough go of it. It's stuff that she, it was judgment that she didn't need to make but chose to and seems to be entertained by. I mean, I think Bethany entertains herself and at least there's one there. I mean, I just, I don't think she has any, I, I think that she's great at business or has been great at business, but if she was really truly a business person, she would see how her brand is being eroded by her behavior and she would do something about it. If she doesn't want to become a better person, fine, then be a businesswoman and see that your fans are like fleeing. Okay, so two things to that I want to ask you about that. So one is, uh, you know, or maybe this is more an observation, but I'm curious to your opinion. Like, I did think that like the half Asian, half Jewish thing was like super annoying, mm -hmm. but. It seemed so innocuous and, like, right. was, like, the least important or interesting thing. So it was such a weird, specific thing to bring up to put judgment on to me. Yeah. Like, it just seemed like a thing, like, let me give one more dig at this person. And it's like, well, why? Like, it doesn't – that's what I'm having issue with is that, like, she's – She's not apologizing or being introspective about any of the things that she's been called being called out for, which is, like, to being mean, to being a bully, basically call it being mean to Dorinda's boyfriend, Jules, Sonia, and Luann. And she's not really being uh, – she's not being remorseful for her behavior in any way. She's not. But then she was, like, continuing to pull new stuff up. So, like, the thing – the Jewish thing is just, like – it was such a non-thing. So the fact that she made it like a thing last night and Jules was like, you're going to come across bad. And I was like, right. good for you, Jules. That was the very Jewish thing to do, by the way. <laughs> when she's talking about like, oh, in a Jewish culture, culture people are nice. I'm like, well, that was an example of like being hospitable. Um, I thought it was a, just a really strange, misdirected attempt to criticize someone who's already put so much on the line season one. And I just didn't understand that. I would understand because I have spoken about being annoyed by Jules yeah. and like her putting on a front and talking about you know her nanny standing in line at a sample sale obviously like that that wouldn't be super appropriate or I felt like she was like trying to Jules to me has a new money ethos mm -hmm. to her like with the weird mansion that will be in construction until forever except now it will never get built with the 
cool in the living room. Like, there's just been strange things about her, and she's been presenting as, like, uber kooky, and that has been annoying at points. But towards the end of the season, I felt like we were really getting to see her because she was allowing for her crumbling marriage to be spoken about. Like, she was allowing herself to say, like, I'm in a situation and it's not, like, going super well right now, and that's something to be admired. And... Bethany's response to that which was like let me just shit on you more and saying that you're not a good Jew because when she's like running around with two kids on a Friday night and she doesn't have challah on hand that she uses a cracker and some juice now I actually understand what Jules was doing with that which is saying like I might not have the tools that I would normally have for an appropriate Shabbat Sabbath blessing but I'm showing my kids that every Friday night we make um Wait, did Bethany bring that up? Yes, she said as one of the reasons why Jules wasn't a good Jew that she said, according to Bethany, Jules was making a joke of being Jewish. She thought that by Jules holding like a cracker and some apple juice or fruit juice or whatever, that it was Jules making fun of being Jewish, which is not at all what was happening. What was happening was Jules was with her two young kids and her husband and was showing her children that this is an important thing to do every week. It's a tradition. What what can be more... uh, important to a Jew than tradition. I mean, mm-hmm. like tradition, like we don't have the rights. We don't have the rights for that. <laughs> we don't have the rights. Um, <laughs> Andy's like fiddling on a roof mm-hmm. right now. Um, but I just thought that that was like actually sort of evil to say. I was actually really insulted. And as someone who like barely did Shabbat, I mean, like we did it maybe when friends were coming over and we went to like a friend's house or something, or my mom like felt the need for, it, but we didn't do it really every week. I saw what Jules was doing, which was introducing to her children the idea of this being a family tradition and experience. And for Bethany, who is a one-woman island, who acknowledges that she has no family, she has a very limited number of friends. I think that Bethany socially probably has a ton of fucking acquaintances, and now a lot of them with money. She has a lot of access to things, but she doesn't have a close-knit group. I thought that her sort of shitting on another person's tradition was like especially ugly and that actually annoyed the shit out of me it's like a light went off last night and i just looked at her and was like there is nothing to respect that's left like there is not a single thing left to respect about the choices that she is making right now i don't agree with you that she's been like a nightmare in the past like i would still get into those arguments about past behavior but i think that what she where she is now at this moment in her life is a horrible (laughs) horrible i'm getting into the kelly dodd ways a horrible (laughs) horrible human being i thought that her behavior last night was so bad that even when she was making a point that i would have agreed with like with some loose stuff which we'll get to I just couldn't stand behind it because I was so embarrassed. I was actually embarrassed as a fan, as a former fan. I don't think I could ever, I think this is like it for me and her. I don't see myself ever getting back to a good place with her because I think she has changed so much and fame has changed her so much and her business success has changed her so much that she is no longer the person she was when she started Mm -hmm. and i think any fan that thinks that she is still that funny sassy greek chorus is out of their mind well i think that's interesting that's the other thing i wanted to bring up was that i was like scrolling social media actually was like look you had posted something and i saw your commenters and someone was like oh wait you don't like her anymore and you were like i actually like my organs are shutting down i can't (laughs) and one of your friends or colleagues or something said something to the effect of well i like i just i like i still think she's like they said to me, like, I think she's witty and mean, but I think everybody else is a mess. That or some, that was, like, the gist of it, basically. Yeah. That, like, yeah, she's mean, but everybody else is a mess. And I feel like, and I could be wrong, but I still feel like in the court of public opinion, people think that, like, despite the fact that she is a mean and cruel, that they think that, like, Sonia and Ramona and Luann are messes. And I don't agree with that anymore and maybe i don't know that i ever agree with it but i don't ever feel like one person is right and everyone is wrong and so like i have issue when it's four people against i mean rowan is not really lumped in with bethany and carol she's just on that side of the sofa because she sort of was peacemaker the whole season but like those four women on the one sofa all have issues with bethany and and in some ways carol by proxy and i'm confused why like why people still are like yeah she's mean but like she's just like 
like your friend who said like, oh, she's like mean, but everyone else is a mess. It's like because they're blind to it. They're blind to it. You have to genuinely watch these shows, and it's hard, but. I think it's important to watch these shows and actually see what's happening. And it's if you're not fully invested, something's happening with the water again, guys. <laughs> Yay! So fun. If you're not fully invested in what's happening, or you're so used to her being the voice of reason, you might not be interested in really looking at her as she is presenting now. Mm-hmm. Like I get that. It's why people just have why people like love Brandy or hate her no matter what, or love LVP or hate them no matter what, or love or hate you know nini leaks it's you get so used to being a fan that sometimes you don't want to accept especially in reality tv it's not like it's someone playing a part i mean i know that they all sort of are they have their masks but if you look beyond that she's really saying a lot of stuff that's not i don't think it's um what do you think uh, defendable you know what do you think that they say to these women about like what do you think the producers tell them about being consistent because I think that that must be something that they talk about because I think like Lisa Vanderpump at her last reunion was really intentional not to to apologize and not to address the quote like whatever allegedly happened off camera Lisa Rinna on the other hand was happy to apologize for every bad thing she did like she would just be like oh I'm sorry oh I'm sorry oh I'm sorry and I felt like and Andy at one point was like it just seems like you will say you're sorry for everything so I think that there is and I felt like he was sort of like calling her out and basically like you did all this stuff to keep the show the, the drama moving and the show moving wait who lisa Rinna. oh okay got it. so but now that we're at the reunion and you're being held responsible you're just yeah. like i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry so i feel like there is a level of production that's involved with them like bethany feels like she needs to maintain who she was on the show in order for it to be real even there was a moment where someone said like you said x y you said something about like my dad or that someone that or like the, like either dorinda called uh, carol and bethany out for saying something about her dead husband or jewel said something about them saying something in the car ride to her house about like her money or her body or something and oh, they yeah. were like that didn't happen and then they showed a clip of it happening and then carol and bethany were like this jewels they yeah. were the girls were like, carol and bethany were like we're just two girlfriends in a car being real like that's what girls do we're just talking and it was like I hear you, like, that you're being real. But at a certain point, you're allowed to, like, you are allowed to acknowledge that maybe something you did say in a moment of, like, honesty or realness was, it's regrettable. Like, you're allowed to say that. And I think that that doesn't show the sign. To me, being, that isn't, isn't being inconsistent. To me, that's, like, learning from your mistakes. To me, that's, like, learning what it's like to be on television. And hopefully that is informing the kind of person you want to be, which is, like, I don't want to be the kind of person who always needs to be right because it's that's not the way to live a life. She doesn't want that. She wants to be the person who's always right. That is how she wants to live her life. That I mean, is why she's become a garbage human being. I mean, that's certainly what she's projecting, so I don't know. I mean, it's just I it's mean, so strange. There was a weird moment on Watch What Happens last night. Bethany guested with Michael Rappaport, who is Wait, a Tell dream. me about it, because I didn't see oh, it. Oh, my God. It was so good. First off, die for Michael Rappaport. He is adorable and, like, so in it. Like, he felt like... It was like a sports fan next to Tom Brady, which, I mean, Pats, go Pats. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the best you can do. Um, but he was so into it, so exigent. You can tell, like, Michael Rappaport, Chrissy Teigen are true Bravo super fans, which I love. Um, as a result, though, he wasn't really diving deep into Bethany questions because I think he was just so excited to be sitting next to her. But understandable under the circumstances. But there was a point where Bethany, you know, I don't know how it started. I don't know if Andy was like, is there anything you regret or something? And and she's like, well, I know that you said at the end, like, I wish you had been light and fun. And Andy's face at that point sort of froze a little bit at the idea that she's talking openly about how he wanted her to behave on the reunion. Like, he looked a little uncomfortable. And, guys, feel free to fact check me online. But I, it feels like he he was not totally into that moment. Um but she was saying, like, you know, you wanted me light and fun, but I was just so upset and the call and the weird thing with the daughter and whatever. And I'm just thinking, like, yeah, but if we're looking at old school and being consistent and being old school Bethany, there was an element of being light and fun. Um, I'm having an eye reaction to mascara while we're talking. Uh, tonight's going super well. <laughs> I think it's great. Um, I mean, it's I'm, great, I'm, great. I'm really into there hearing was, this, there like, your an, full circle moment with Bethany. <laughs> there's an element of her being light and fun and how she used to be, and I think Andy was saying during the taping that he missed that, and genuinely, I don't think it exists anymore. I don't think she is. I think she's light and fun when she has her branded apparel and merchandise surrounding her and when she feels in control, and anything outside of that is like a fucking nightmare. And it just felt really 
sad to me. It felt sad to me when during the reunion. Are you gonna cry? No, it's literally the mascara. Oh, like, I, think, I, I like think I legitimately eyes, so I'm felt like feel like Sarah no, is guys, crying I wish I was about over Bethany. Bethany. But my Lancome is like freaking. What's Bethany's like government name? Her real name, like Bethany Marie something. <laughs> is her, <laughs> is her name... government name? I've never heard that. Is that oh, a phrase? Right. Yeah. So is Beth? Is her name Bethany Frankel like her real name? I think I don't so, know, yeah. like a stage name or something. No, I think it is Bethany Frankel. Um, I just felt like it was like there was a moment in the reunion where they're talking about how her divorce at that point is like essentially about to be finalized. And they go to this weird Snapchatty video of her in her like oh my gosh, empty I'm so glad you brought apartment, that up. which to me was yet another thing where I'm like, what poor assistant are you having record you hysterically crying as you walk through your multi-million dollar apartment because you're so upset about how the divorce went which you played a role in when you asked for primary custody and you have a thousand jobs and your soon-to-be ex-husband is available to parent and you want to have primary it just it felt like a mess to me i'm like who are you for who are you paying to stand there with a camp with your iPhone and record yeah, you sobbing in your wardrobe and sobbing as you walk in your beautiful apartment. But it was I so self-indulgent. Was so and... self-indulgent and so shitty. I was like, what kind of monster are you? But I also have to con- – like, I also have to – How many takes of that did she do? <laughs> I have to question also, like, the production, though, thinking that that is what we want to see because I, I take issue with that because I just feel like – that is strange. Like, that's not a real moment because that's from, it said phone video. And it's like, that's, so that's not, that's like in the off season when they're not filming anymore. She filmed that to send, or that they asked her to film it. It was like an off day. Like, I think that they handed, they said like he finally moved out or something and she just skadoodled over there. Because they, she said like, I thought it was going to have a different experience. I don't really know that she did. I don't really know. I don't know that she's in touch with her emotions. I I, I don't know. Maybe. But you know that you cried. I mean, why are you, why are you then emailing? I can just imagine her emailing that to like whomever, Lizzie at bravotv.com. Being like, here, here's something that might be useful. Here's, I just think it's really shitty. Here's I think it's the other really th- shitty. Here's the other thing, and this isn't specifically like pointed at Bethany. It's, I mean, it's pointed at, I guess, all the women that like, so like, rem- okay. So first things for like, I think that Luann and Thompson is weird, but Ramona, and I was not into Andy hosting this this reunion because I feel like one, he was really like lenient. To Bethany and Carol, Super he lenient. didn't hold them accountable for their mean actions. In the 100%. same way, for example, Ramona says that she went on X amount of dates with Tom. They show the video where she says like five, and then she says like four, and then she says seven. Yeah, Tom, seven, five, and then yeah. And Tom says like two, and then he says, <laughs> Tom like, says one. like twenty minutes. Like I really enjoyed Starbucks. <laughs> and then Ramona shows the like picture of the tea. The heart, the, which I just. She took a photo of it, but 100% would have done the same thing. I would have thought it was adorable. He's there are probably hearts littered throughout New York City. <laughs> and then Andy said that Tom did an interview where he said he only went with on people. a date or yep. two with Ramona. Yeah. And Luann was like, it doesn't matter. And Andy was like, well, he said he only went on oh, a date with Ramona. And Luann was like, I don't care. And I was like, why is Andy pushing this issue? Because he didn't push this issue. He didn't push any other issues with any other women. It's the same way he pushed... Ramona to talk about her divorce with Mario prior to them getting divorced and she was like I don't want to talk about it and he pushed her and she was like you talk about and he was like I'm not on a reality show it's like I don't like when I feel like it's not balanced it's like you can't push Luann about an interview with also Tom is lying but Ramona's story isn't consistent so like that's also irritating to me that it's like Ramona said seven, then she said five, then she said four. And it's like, okay, Ramona's lying. But also, Tom is lying too, and that's valid. I just, I'm confused by why Ramona is, like, hyperbolic telling of the story is being trusted. I mean, because I guess Tom's a skis. I guess that's why. I don't think Ramona's lying. I think that when someone asked her, like, how many times did you go out, and there were several times that they went out, and you're not going to think in your head this, 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 and this in the moment. Like, that takes a reunion setting to do. She was, like, seven. I don't think she was lying out of her ass. Just, like, I don't think Sonia's, like, exactly how many times did I fuck Tom. Like, she's just thinking, like, a rat, like a ballpark figure that's less than 10 but more than one I don't two. know like there's a difference between four and seven dates like I know when I gone, I've gone on seven dates with someone and when I've gone on four dates with someone I don't I, I don't think that I yeah. think Tom, I'm not like this isn't to support Tom and Luann's relationship I just think like it is weird to me that like that is like that's that is Ramona playing into it to make it worse I don't think for me it wasn't like Ramona's lying it felt like 
Andy had every right to question Lou because Lou is making a choice to be both on offense and defense mm-hmm. and in the middle at the same time, and it's not working out in her favor. Like, she looked like a fuck-up last night. But also, he should be applying that metric to Bethany and saying – and Andy is Jewish, by the way, which he will... Andy carries the Jew card. Did anyone talk about that on Watch What Happens Live, about the Jewish comments? Yeah, Bethany said... <laughs> Michael Rappaport said, well, we've been through worse. <laughs> it's like, true. And then Bethany doubled down and was like, yeah, I stand behind it. And what did Andy say? He didn't really say anything. It I, was dumb. It was, I think he's too close like he to her. He should have... I totally agree that he had every right to, like, be pointed with Lou. Yeah, just it, be that, balanced. And because Luann was acting like an idiot. Like, Luann doesn't know. Luann, like, chooses 70 different lanes at once and will just keep driving, and it's like, none of this makes sense. But he absolutely should have better questioned Bethany. I mean, Carol, to me, is, like, unnecessary on the couch. I When she was then cutting in last night, I was actually getting annoyed. Like, you should stop talking. Like, nothing you're saying holds value. I didn't I, – I got – you could tell that she was actually supporting Jules with her eyes, I thought, that she was connecting with Jules, and Jules was like, you know, you were shitting with me or whatever, but now you understand that, like, when I said that I don't talk to my therapist, what I mean is that I go no matter what, even if I don't have anything crazy to talk about, I still go, which kudos to Jules, that's phenomenal, like, that's great. Um, and I could tell, I thought I could tell that Carol was like connecting with her in some moments when they were editing in for reaction shots. But other than that, I'm like, there's no point for her to be there. There's no point for her to be there. Well, I thought it was interesting the moment that Dorinda said like that Carol had no interest in being with anyone but by, besides Bethany. Yeah, which I agreed with. I agreed, but I felt like there wasn't a good, like there wasn't a, the dialogue, the response was sort of just like, there's always one person in a group, like. It is very much an us versus them mentality. Like, Ramona's done a great job of being kind of friends with everybody. Like, it's not, you don't have to just, she's chosen to be with, align herself with Bethany and not be open-minded to having friendships with the other women and to let Bethany's fights be her fights. Yeah, I think Ramona is, her caregiver sort of ethos played out last night. Like, you could tell she wanted to make sure that people that didn't have um, support felt supported and she was cheering on, you know, Sonia's sassiness, which was on point again i really think she's gonna fuck it up next week i think sonia's doing so well in these reunions with being coherent and um uh and uh, interesting and smart and she's not letting people get away with stuff when she was saying to lou like you when she was she had an aside with jules at one point where she was saying to jules you know like why doesn't lou like care about my feelings or something and it's just sort of like a whispery moment which i was like yeah that's that's a really interesting point to make why doesn't lou care why is Lou choosing to go with this guy that she's known for 47 minutes over her friend of eight years? I mean, when Andy asked Luann, how long have you been friends with Sonia? And Sonia was like, thank you. I mean, I thought that was a really great moment because there was something to be said about that. Why is this woman choosing to be with this guy and to obliterate and invalidate what actually happened with Sonia's relationship with Tom? I thought that, that those were really good points. And Sonia was bringing them up in a really cohesive manner and I'm nervous for her next week when they talk about what surely they must which is the whole tipsy girl conundrum that Sonia's gonna lose it I mean in the teaser for next week she like walks off and Dorinda's like guffawing or whatever uh, I'm nervous for her but I I think she's doing a really really great job and I don't want her to ever drink ever again I thought that um that there was like that Dorinda was interesting I thought that I felt like Dorinda and also Oh, oh my you. goodness, we thank you. We are falling apart. <laughs> that really snuck up on me. Like, um, that I thought that Dorinda and Ramona both showed signs of, like, the maternal part, like, instincts and the caregivers in them um, in different parts of last night. Like, there was a moment where, you know, there's a lot of sh- support for Sonia from Ramona, and there was a lot of, um, like, I thought Dorinda kind of, like, made out, like, oh, you've gained weight to Jules, which is true. Like, Jules... But Ooh, I, that made me so nervous. Why? Because you should never say to someone, and I've had friends that have had, like, anorexia. Say that sort of. You never tell them that they've gained weight. Like, you could maybe say, like, you look healthy. Right, or, right, like, right, how right, are you right, feeling? Yeah. But, like, never call attention. And but I, anyway, but I, I felt like Dorinda was, really was, like, was, like, trying, trying to, Dorinda was, like, trying to be, like, like yeah, yeah right. you look good. And, like, let me make everyone yeah, realize that. But I hear your point as well, which is, I get it. Um, but I thought, like, Dorinda said something at one point, and this, I guess, was maybe towards the end of the episode, because there's obviously more to come of Tom and Luann. Which oh, my was, God. But Dorinda was sort of like, she doesn't care. And I felt like that's what was, it was mm-hmm. like, what, which I was appreciative of. It's like, I, as a person who is, I don't, I don't want to say I defended Luann all season, but I was like, I'm into the relationship. I want to believe that, she, I believe that she loves him. I don't 
believe I don't know what else, what I believe of like what it is, but I believe that she loves him, and the fact that like all of these people again, two of which are not showing any of their real life, are con- Wait, who are the two? Carol and Bethany. Oh, okay, got it. <laughs> continue okay. to go at Luann again and again and again, and Dorinda was like, she doesn't care, like. She's gonna marry him. She doesn't care, and no, I, she's a hundred percent gonna marry him. And I, I think she's gonna marry him. And, and I think like, it's it it is interesting. Something else, not the water. Um, <laughs> I think it's really interesting that that they are pushing this issue because it just makes me feel like it's Munchausen. Like it's the only thing anyone wants to talk about. And it's like she doesn't give a shit. She's what for whatever reason she has convinced herself that this is it and that she's happy and it is what it is. And I am baffled by, like, the need to continue to force the issue to be, like, let me show you more evidence. Like, I guess Ramona knows that he fucked up again. He cheated. Yeah, I don't believe that that's actually going to be the I don't know how I that think, was edited to be a thing. I think Annie was just stirring thing. the tea, stirring the pot, drinking the tea, spilling the tea. Spilling the tea and stirring it. I, yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm fascinated by the need for them to continue to push it because it's sort, at a certain point it's, like, I mean, now I just want to get to January and see if the wedding happens, and I want to watch that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to hear about why she shouldn't be with him because I don't think she cares. And I don't not know if that's right or wrong, but she doesn't care. I feel like there are two parts of it, though. One part is you shouldn't be with him, which Ramona is saying. The other part, which Ramona is also saying, guided by several other people, is there are inconsistencies with what you are presenting and what you are saying, what Tom is saying, versus what actually happened. Right. You are attempting. Attempting to deny Ramona's truth that they went on several romantic dates. They never slept together, but they were dating. They weren't, I wouldn't even say that they were seeing each other. Does that make any sense in my head? I like have a separation between someone seeing someone and someone dating. Like, I think that they were friendly dating. They weren't exclusive. Luann and Tom? No, um, Ramona and Tom. That they were dating, but like in a very friendly way and like, I feel like very they went on school, dates. Like, children. Right, but it wasn't anything serious. I don't think they saw any future. Sonia slept with him, admits that she did so several times, says, is her right, you go girl, said that he was a bachelor and she didn't see a future with him. And I think actually the reason and some of the her hurt is not only Luann trying to deny what actually happened, which Luann has no, there's no way for Luann to know how many times, the, the two of them would know, not anyone else. And when drunk shaming Sonia, I thought was completely unacceptable by saying like, oh, she wouldn't even remember. She doesn't remember how she gets home. That's not how you speak of a friend sitting next to you who has 100% slept with your fiance. Uh But I think Sonia got really upset just a little at the idea that this man who she didn't envision a future with because she didn't know that was an option, who was a lifelong bachelor, is suddenly saying, I'm going to get married super quick. I'm going to get engaged at least super quick, be super exclusive with someone that you're friends with. That is, that could hurt my feelings. It doesn't mean that he did anything wrong with that specific situation, Mm -hmm. but it can feel shitty. And the fact that her friend doesn't see that and doesn't see that, you know, this is a lifelong bachelor who's now settling down. I have said several times that I want to be with someone. I never thought it would be with him because I didn't know that that was something to even think about. I thought it was, he was just like a fun time guy. Can I, I could see that that could be kind of sad. I totally understand, and I 100% agree. But I think that there, there's two things, and this comes back to an earlier conversation about being consistent. I think there's two things wrong with the way Sonia played it and the way production played it. One is Sonia waited to be to have a reaction, and if you remember, it was it was in the party in Miami, right? She yeah, sets. Yeah. I don't know if it was in a confessional or if it was to Carol and and Ramona, but she sort of was like, "I'm sad." I didn't know, like, I didn't think we, you know, he and I were going to be together. The same thing she said at the reunion. And she was like, you know, um, but I didn't tell it to Luann. Like, she said, I didn't say anything. And that was the misstep, was that she didn't react initially because now it seems like she was fine with it and then she decided to do something to make story for the show. So that's my one issue with it. Like, I hear your argument and I think that's very true. And, like, I can relate. Like, I can sympathize with, like, that type of situation. But I think it's, like, it seems weird that she waited to react. The problem with... The other part of the problem with Sonia and Luann's story is that production has us believing that they like legitimately live together. Oh my god, that's so annoying. So we it's have so to, annoying. for the purpose of watching the show, we're supposed to believe that. But clearly, like if if they were like, I don't think they were really living together. And if they were, it wasn't a full, very long time. So like, who knows how long the reality of that rooming situation was, and the way they're like talking about like, well, you met him while you were living with Sonia. It's like. I just want them to say, like, 
the real reality of that because it's very confusing. Which will never happen. Right, because they're trying to maintain the reality of the show. But there is like there is an inconsistency there and that's that's production. That's not the women. It's like they're just trying to maintain whatever they're told by production. But it is very confusing because I don't think I don't know that that's true. Like, I don't know that Luann was really sharing, like, the house with Sonia when all of it happened. Were they still friends? Were they still cast members on a show? Did they already have history? 100%. Like, it's already, it's definitely fucked. But I feel like the dynamic of, like, and I think, like, Bethany and Ramona keep bringing that part up. And it's like, you know that they weren't really living together. Yeah, they're being super cheeky. They're being cheeky. And they know that the women can't respond in the way that would be like, well... Whatever, I was in the Hamptons, or well, like, you know that I wasn't really living there. I do, though, have to say that, I mean, I think we could talk about, and what, and that they could talk about Tom forever, because there is so much shit there. I mean, like, Tom, Sonia bringing up, which was news to everyone, that Tom was, and I, Sonia is the word threatening, which I actually do think was correct, that Tom called her or texted her or something, and was, I think it was, did he call her, or was it in person? I forget, but some, oh, no, she saw him at Boutique, and he said... I, we only slept together once. If you say we slept together more than once, it's going to hurt our friendship. You're not going to be at the wedding. Which that is, came up last night, right? Yeah, yeah it did. which was so shitty and reminiscent of what Lou and Tom did together over the phone with Dorinda, which was, this is how the story's going to go. Mm-hmm. If you don't believe it, you're not getting access they're, to your friend. That is so fucked up to me. How could you defend that? They're trying to manipulate production like Bethany is, but they're not as good at it. They're not as... Right, but they're also... It's not even that they're manipulating production. They're trying to manipulate their friends who are cast members. And I know that in doing so, it's manipulating production. But they are directly threatening... I'm not saying threatening like with murder. But they are directly threatening friends. They're threatening the woman who set them up. They're threatening the woman that he slept with. I mean, I I think that's so grotesque and indefensible. They're... I don't think that that's uncommon on reality shows where people form alliances with their, their quote-unquote friends and they're like, they that's how they keep things consistent. And that's why it's a lot of this group versus this group. And so, like, I don't know that everything that Carol and Bethany are saying is true, but I know that they are doing a good job. Like, there isn't dissent amongst the troops. Luann doesn't have that type of loyalty with Dorinda and Sonia or... Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, there isn't... there. Yeah, I get an alliance, but I don't understand the need for a threat. They're not saying... They're saying we... I am forcing you to rewrite history. If you Absolutely. do not go along with this, you cannot be at the wedding, which could mean you can't be friends with this person, or it could mean you're not going to be given the opportunity to get paid to be, like, filmed on camera or something. I don't know what it means to them. But in either case, it's not like, let's be an alliance together and gang up on Bethany. It was like... I am targeting you. If you do not go along with this, you will be punished. That's not so. That's not how an alliance is made, or it's not at least not no, how I, it's. I, yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you. Which is, I mean, maybe this is all a moment for us to work. I know this is like a eye. really weird. Cool. I feel very uncomfortable with how I feel about Bethany. This is like cool. I'm not happy with it. I still feel the urge to defend her. If we can, let's take um a detour because I want to ask. You know, who has gotten married on the Housewives before? And, like, do we think that Luann's wedding will be featured in an episode, or do we think that she'll get, like, a three-episode, like, little mini thing? Well, Bethany got married in her spin-off. She had a spin-off. Cynthia got married on the show, on Atlanta, right? Cynthia got married on Atlanta in that silver dress. Nene Brett, got remarried. As a spin-off. Uh, Brett, um, as a spin-off. Ramona got vow renewal as a part of the show. Shannon Bedore got vow renewal as a part of the show. Um, Tamara, Joanna Krupa got married on the show. Tamara had a spin-off. Tamara had a spinoff. Anybody else? Todd and um, Candy had a spinoff. Todd show. and Candy had a spinoff. I was just trying to think, like, is Luann going to get a couple episodes, or will it just be part of an episode? Is Luann going to want... I know this is a weird thing to say. Cause Tom I may not want cameras there. I don't even think it's Tom, according to that Radar Online thing, which I do agree that he probably leaked, that thing that Ramona, Uh-oh. like, printed out. Like, I think Tom's okay with... That was the one cogent thing that Bethany did say when she was like, if he's dating three housewives, yeah. I don't think he's afraid of the limelight. Like, there is something That's there. True. That's true. I don't think Bethany's I don't... arguments are all... I absolutely don't think they're wrong. I think it's her approach. Yeah, yeah, 100%. She's a devil. Also, can I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I just want to say, like, the one thing that was interesting is that, like, Ramona used the words about, like, I'm concerned about you marrying him. Yes. Which is a really, I don't know if that's true. I don't know what the depths of their friendship are. I think she is concerned. But, I don't think Ramona lies. But the problem is that, like, as a viewer, I know that, and Bethany has said, we're not friends. We're not enemies. We're not friends. So for her to keep pushing the issue, it's like... Which is the her? Bethany or Ramona? Bethany is saying this to Luann. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
we're not friends, yeah, we're yeah, not yeah. enemies, I'm going to tell you this bit fell into my lap. Again, and again, yeah, and again, yeah, yeah. and again. And then fake cry, yeah. So, like, there needs to be, like, at least Ramona packages up her dismissal or um, concerns in a package of, I'm concerned about you. Like, I, that's the part that I think is so frustrating about watching Bethany talk, is, like, you don't give a shit about this woman. You want to make good TV, but you don't give a shit about her. Well, she doesn't give a shit about her and also is offended that this person is making a choice to marry someone that Bethany doesn't agree with. Right. It's actually none of her business. I care a lot about who Luann is marrying because I don't want Luann to make a bad decision. I think it's a mistake. I, I genuinely do. I care about these women. I don't want Luann to make a mistake, but at the end of the day, I'm not the one getting married. Right. It doesn't mean also... I have to support it, but you don't have to be like... In this woman just had a 9,000 year long divorce proceeding that did not probably work out in her favor. What right does she have to say to someone you're making a bad mistake because I made one? That's exactly why you shouldn't have an opinion because you haven't had a great record of marriage. You, she got married once when she was younger or something, had been engaged a bunch of times and then married Jason Hoppy and it did not work out great. So like why is she the, you're looking at me with no, like I'm, in I'm agreement a which is so freaking me out I mean, I, I do. Don't. I agree. I just, I don't, I want... Like, why is she the kingmaker of what Luann is... I just, I feel like I have to come back to what Dorinda says. It was like, Dorinda was like, up She's in arms. Like, Dorinda was like, she doesn't care. And it was like, at a certain point... I love Dorinda. You know, like, we're not, like, we're allowed to think whatever we want because we're watching them on, show, on TV and they've not signed up for that. But, like, I just feel like if a friend came to me and I didn't support their marriage... But I would. But I'm a grown up. I'm not 14. I'm gonna be like, you shouldn't date this person. Like, I if if uh, this person is happy and I say what I say and they still are okay with it, at a certain point you're just like, walk well, away. Then, in the teaser for next week, Ramona's like, do you want me? So you want me to tell you, or do you want me to tell you if this happens again or something? And, and Luann's like, yes. yes. And Luann says yes, and is like super emotional, which I was like, oh, so what happened directly before that? Or is Luann like actually having a little bit of a turnaround? Because Luann and Bethany, although it might have just been because she was talking to Bethany, had that moment in the finale where Luann's like, I don't want you to ever tell me anything. Bethany's like, okay, so if he's, like, fucking someone on the street, you don't want to know? And Luann's like, no, probably she doesn't want to hear it. She doesn't want the messenger to be Bethany. She doesn't trust that person. Yeah, I'll be interested to see how it plays out, like, how that teaser translates to the actual episode. Because I, I don't know. I can't imagine going home to wherever they're living together or wherever in the city after that taping and being Luann and Tom being like, how'd it go? And she was like, great. I mean, like, how do you, how do you like sleep with this person at night? Like, how do you like wake up and you, and I know it's like so exciting for the wedding and she's gonna have three dresses and she said she's gonna have a new song or something, which I am super into hundred percent. But how do you Who? go on with this person? There's so many warning bells. No one can say that this is the guy for her. This he's showing himself repeatedly as a liar and, sort of a shitty person i'm sure he's a nice guy to have dinner with and grab a drink with and like be a cool guy and go to boutique and like be you know like a fun like not really lecherous but like guy looking for a good time bachelor in new york city like i get that he i'm sure he's very pleasant do i want to be with someone who has seemingly repeatedly lied to her she might be complicit in some of it or at least the cover-up but there's so many warning bells going off. I just can't see you, how they function. But it's yeah. their choice. I, mean, I get it. But it's their choice. She just wants to do it. She doesn't. And like I, I don't get. I, it. I, I was. I found that to be the most sobering moment of the reunion. And Dorinda was just like, I mean, she doesn't give a shit. And it's like she just doesn't. I mean, Dorinda's dating John, so Dorinda has some experience in this. Where you but, make these decisions, right? But it's 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 entirely up to her who she loves, and that's what's so frustrating for me because I would love to nanny the shit out of that relationship and be like, "No, you are not allowed to see him. You need to be with someone who's going to treat you well. It's, what he is doing is not treating you with respect." It's also like, and I hate to like beat a dead horse, but like again, we're not getting the details of. We don't get to see Bethany's relationship. And we've seen Carol's relationship, and I do appreciate that. She doesn't really bring him around people. Like, he's not really involved in being in, in socializing. He's with, too young. But, <laughs> he's but, a minor. He but, you know, like, Bethany doesn't offer that same opportunity for anybody to call her out. So, like, of course, everything is speculation, and she can deny it by having, a you know, his an actress and or his daughter on speed dial ready for that. Do I even really want to see Bethany's relationship, though, to keep it real? I'm sure I would like to be given the choice of, like, seeing how this, like... I would like to see uh, her life so that I know, like, I just feel like... The kid I, will never be allowed to see. It's it's interesting, like, the dynamic of the sofas is, like, basically Dorinda and Luann and, and Jules showed their life this season, and the other women, and maybe it's always like that. Like, maybe it's always, the meat is always around 
a couple people and it's sort of about like everyone else's role in that but it didn't feel it it felt most like i don't know it just feels like a lot of people haven't shown a lot this season or a lot of people haven't shown a lot and on the reverse some people have shown so much yeah so like, much dorinda has until she realized the best idea was to keep like john under the covers yeah it showed an awful fucking lot about what a looney tunes guy he is um Luann showed something. I don't know what quite what that was. Sonia showed a lot, which showed how slightly unstable she can be when she drinks, and sometimes not. Like the Sonia, Sonia keeps trucking along with the cleaning out the closet, whatever. Um, and Ramona, what does Ramona show? I'm not judging, but what is? I mean, shown? I think she showed a little bit of stuff with Avery and her hair, and and also her hairline. But like that's all we really got. I it wasn't until this moment that I realized that Ramona didn't show a lot. Ramona said during the reunion that she had had two four-month-long relationships, neither of which we saw. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they have. Yeah, they must have happened at some point during filming. But I didn't mind it as much that we didn't see them. I mean, she's I very like, open about dating, and like it's right. not she doesn't have a boyfriend. You know, I yeah, mean, she's I mean, seeing a, months, a lot of people. Four months isn't a long time to bring someone on a television show oh and be God, associated with them forever. Nine years for me, but yeah, 100%. Um, can we? Can I bring up some news that's like not? I mean, not personal news, but housewife news that's not related to the reunion. Are you feel? Can okay? I just say one more thing? Absolutely. Um. Bethany saying that menopausal jokes are as are on the same level of eating disorder jokes to a recovering anorexic is like maybe the most fucked up thing I've heard in my entire life. And she also ridiculed that person's religion. So like I'm done. You tweeted at Bethany and asked, told her that you wanted a <laughs> refund on your shirt. I saw this on my. I didn't talk to you about this. Did she comment back? She didn't, surprisingly. Um, but several people liked it, and I think a couple people retweeted it. I don't remember. Um, yeah, I don't know what to do with that fucking sweatshirt. I mean, maybe I'll be zero fucks since Bethany, or maybe the, the I goal isn't to be zero fucks. Like, maybe we should give yeah, I think a you couple should give fucks. fucks. Especially if the show you're on is issue. supposed to be about your friendships with women. Yeah. You can say you're not friends with them, but then you shouldn't be on the show. Or you should maybe care about people and how you treat them. I don't, I think it's sort of like a sociopathic behavior trait to celebrate to say i don't actually care about anyone other than myself mm -hmm. i think that is crazy mm -hmm. i think that's scary and weird and she obviously gives zero fucks about some areas in our life and in, in her life in our life of oh jesus um in her life because she's not allowing us access which we've talked about on and on but i think that there are fucks present she just wants to give the appearance that she has zero fucks when it's aimed as a bullet at other people especially weaker people than how she thinks of herself to be and i think that's really fucked up and i think i'm done i don't think she could ever she should never come back and since Carol's her little, like, fuck buddy. They should never... She should not be back. They should not be back. I did a little Twitter poll that we were talking about before on um, on Twitter, obviously. It's a Twitter poll on Facebook um, that said who should replace Jules since we knew that Jules was getting fired. So I said Jules Aaron, Kelly, Kelly Clore, and Ben Simone or a puppy. And I thought the puppy was going to take it. And then friggin' Jules Aaron took it, which I thought was really interesting. So I don't know if maybe Joe voted several times or... What, but I think it, I was actually thinking to myself as a daydream, who would, what would be the ideal dream cast? It's never going to happen, but who would my ideal oh, dream cast me. be for next season? It would be Luann, Ramona, Sonia, who else is still on? Dorinda and Jill Zarin. Cut Bethany, she's never coming back. Cut Carol, she genuinely doesn't matter at this point. Jules is already gone. I think if you brought back Jill Zarin now, it would be fucking fireworks. Ramona would lose her shit. Ramona would become mentally unhinged. Sonia would be confused. Jill, if it's Zen Jill or whichever Jill we get, I think that would actually be really interesting. I think that Jill's Jill and Luann's friendship might not survive it, but I would 100% watch it. Well, 9, they are 000. friends right now, so as far as yeah. we know. Oh, yeah, but I think they're true friends because they don't have the well, maybe aggression we'll... of stealing camera time. Well, you know, what's interesting. So Lisa Vanderpump is coming back. Alleg they haven't announced the cast yet, but allegedly there's a new British housewife who's her friend. I think her name's like Dorit. Um, and, and, oh, yeah, 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 whose husband, like, works in the film, oh, uh, no, no, music industry, I, I don't know, I forget. But, so, I, my guess is that 
Lisa Vanderpump was only willing to come back if she was able to like bring someone on. Be- mm-hmm. And maybe I'm wrong, but that's my guess because I know that she kind of wanted to get out of it, and I heard that she- and she like tweeted like after long conversations like I'm coming back. Mm-hmm. So I wonder. This is just me like getting hyped up about something. But what if because Jill and Luann apparently are close now, and apparently Jill's going to her wedding and has been invited. Like what if that's bargaining? Is that like Jill comes on as a fr- even a friend of as so that so that so that Luann has. Um, a real friend. Support. I don't think it would ever happen. Because of Bethany. Only, uh, I don't even think it's Bethany. I think it's Andy. I don't think Andy would ever allow her back. I think it's like an ego thing at this point. And she has burned so many bridges at Bravo. He would never allow her back. I think Andy Cohen is smart enough to know good. I do. I really do. Because he like he loves soap operas. Guys, I'm shaking my head now. Oh, yeah. So Sarah's, Sarah's shaking her head at me. He loves soap operas. That's why he made The Housewives. He loves that women. The, he always wanted to get to a place where the door was revolving so that you so that Camille Grammer can come on as a friend of or oh, make a cameo same, same and that there isn't like that you don't have to necessarily follow that woman that season to know that they like live in the exist in the world and that's what every other reality show has gone on to do which is like to keep people around who used to be on or to have people who like like Dolores on Jersey how she was in the background and now she's a housewife it lets the viewer know that this world is real and that Dolores is really connected to them even if she's not a real close friend of anybody's yeah so I feel like Andy is not above knowing that if this next season needs a serious shakeup and that Luann needs a real friend what would be a better friend if her real friend in real life is Jill and Jill wants is open to that he knows that that's going to be fireworks for Ramona. And if Bethany comes back, that, like, maybe, like, they need to put Be- – somebody needs to put Bethany in her place so that she knows that she does not an EP. She doesn't have – she's not an EP. I don't think that would ever happen. I think what would happen is that they have a conversation and and she either wants it or she doesn't. She might be done with it. I don't know. I feel like if I would def- be ha- – I think that she – so this is the segue I wanted to get to about the news, which is that Nini says that she was not approached to come back and that she's not coming back as a housewife or as a friend of. Now, whether or not she'll show up as a cameo or something. She said that they were trying to make something work because I read that you sent me something. It was and then, tweets. Right. You sent me a series of tweets and then she was on some podcast. I forget the name of it. And so uh, people.com picked it up. That she said that they were trying to make something work and she refused to be uh, a full time. She refused to be a friend of. She was interested in making special guest appearances, and they couldn't make the deal work, so that they also then approached Sheree and Kim Zolciak. Well, Sheree was already involved because she was she's like back in some capacity. So they then approached Kim Zolciak, and she said that they she that Nini thought that they made the deal work with Kim Z. So Kim will be back in some capacity, maybe doing those special appearances stuff, and Nini won't be back at all. I mean, I think that is brilliant to bring Kim back because she is great and i mean i don't know atlanta needs i think that nini needs to not come back i would be into nini coming back in like four years if the show's still on and if she's but she's too famous and thinks she's too much above it like i guess she thinks she's madonna yeah you people i don't really want lisa vanderpump to come back either i like her the best of the three of bethany nini and um lvp and lvp because i think that she's the least famous so she has the least like level of like i'm like she doesn't need this show she's rich so yeah, like she's like actual so, so she's actual rich like bethany doesn't need it either but she wants she actually fame. sort of does i mean i don't know yeah yeah yeah. but there's like you know nini like wants the money but is thinks she's better than it and is like famous and like whatever i don't know so like i just feel like they need to get cycled out when they think they're above it because then they're not playing ball. Like you say that, that's your word. I'm stealing it. But like if you're not there to play ball, then like you can't come back because it's not fair. Like Well just dilutes it for everybody else. And the idea that Nini can come in and make cameos when it's like official like that she got to go on the Jamaica trip was so weird because was so weird. because it was like a celebrity was coming on a vacation. Opposed to like when Faye Resnick, who's a friend of, is at parties or when when Marlo shows up at events in Atlanta, it's like, that is the soap opera thing. Like, that's the world in which these people cycle in and out. But you can't, like, let somebody come on the trip who hasn't earned the viewers, like, love again and who hasn't shown anything. So I don't know. I'll be interested to see if Nini for sure doesn't show up at all. I'll also be, I mean, she said she won't. And um, I'll be interested to see how Kim fits in and, like, what goes on with the Atlanta I would be 100%. And I don't know how that would work because I'm super into Sheree again. So I love the idea of, like, Sheree and Kim Z, like, real OGs interacting. I don't know how that would work, though, with Kim Z and Candy. Well, I think the that last that's, that's thing gonna... was, like, the lawsuit that petered out. But, like, that's why. I mean, that's the title of fucking Kim Z's show, though. So, like, if I was Candy, I'd feel salty about it. Wait, what's... Oh, don't be tardy. Oh, my God. I never thought about yeah, like, it. I would be mega, mega pissed. Oh, I would be 
super um, pissed. I feel like it's gonna be. I feel like Candy's gonna be the star. Um, or like it's what? gonna. In that, like, I feel like because need like they like she's like the center of the. She's the center of the... Okay. I mean, maybe Sheree will be. I mean... I think maybe... Kenya who? I think maybe Kenya, right? Because Cynthia got fired, so I mean, allegedly, Cynthia got fired, but then she was at an event, so I don't... We don't know if she's, like... I think maybe she's, like, oh, look, a camera's there. Let uh, me drive. I don't... I I think that... I think that Portia and and Cynthia need to take a back seat, because I think that they... Portia's beating people up, and it's, like... Portia has, like, an actual issue. And Cynthia, like, I think was just, like, her relationship was, like... she was living her life for like she was living her life for the camera. She wasn't living her life and letting the cameras follow. Like that's the issue. You and I know that must get very tricky because you like want to like keep up appearances and you want things to be good, but like her life was fake. Also, she didn't have anything going on in her life. She had her like model management school or whatever the fuck it was, but that was I think attached to the show. It probably did well when the show was recording or when the show was airing, but she she didn't have money. I mean, she didn't she couldn't afford a bar at her wedding. Mm-hmm. I mean, she didn't really have anything to depend on and her marriage has been falling apart for a while. So, I don't see how she couldn't as a desperate person not become obsessed with making sure she was involved in the show but I, that did be um you know bite her in the ass because now she's fired mm-hmm. i don't know i mean i die for kim zolciak i die for everything about her i think that could be really interesting i think that her last the last like couple episodes or that last season of her on it she was so over it and maybe that's because her like spinoff was ramping up or she just thought she was above it and she was just didn't want to travel and the process she's a got to her, which, yeah but i appreciate it because it's real yeah, and I think she could have fun. Kim was fun. Oh, my God. I There was that period of time where I was, like, going through old episodes of Atlanta. And, like, old school Atlanta, when it was Sheree, Nene, and Kim, was, like, fucking entertaining. I mean, it's the most, it's the funniest of the Housewives. Oh, yeah. Kim so, is genuinely funny. I'm excited for it. As is Sheree. I love them. Phaedra's so funny. Oh, my God. I can't. Yeah. When is it coming back? I don't know. I mean, Soon if probably, pro- about... probably like November. But if... if Nini only now is talking about this, I'm assuming that they're like still filming or something. I'm sure they're still filming because, but also Atlanta's the most popular. They probably have the most order of episodes. How many episodes are in a season? Like I think 20? it varies. I think it, oh, yeah. it varies from show to show. Or for Dallas. I think, yeah, well, I mean, Dallas had a really short season. Potomac had like a, an abbreviated season, but not embarrassing. It was like, Dallas was like eight. Or 10. <laughs> 10 too many. And then, like, Potomac was, like, 13 or something. And then I think, like, New York is probably, like, 17 or 18 with the reunions. I think New York is doing super well, right? It's It feels like it's giving me a lot. I've heard it's doing a lot um, based on an article I read that said something about, like, this has been, like, one of the most successful seasons in recent history or something. I don't know. IDK. I think we should maybe wrap up, but I want to address the fact that there was an RV accident. Or not an RV accident. Like, a four-wheeler accident. And, like, Megan James was like, mm, I don't care. <laughs> Oh, no, um, Megan King Edmonds. I called her Megan James. No, it works. Um, I thought it was Megan not volunteering to visit Vicky was so amazing, so shady. I thought it was... I... I, I was, like, watching it, <laughs> and I thought... First of all, I thought the thing that she said... She says to Jim, they sounded like they... She, that Heather wanted me to go visit Vicky. Mm-hmm. Do I have to do that? And he was, like, eating. And he was, like, mm, I don't know. And then she, and then she She's was, like... like she was, like, you should. And then I was, like, this is... <laughs> I was like, this is kind of weird. Part of me was like, had it like, and I was like, I don't care, but it felt like a weird reaction to have. No, she was being a dick to her I mean, husband. She, I was 100% into it. I was like, it was just like, it was like, I, I loved was like, it. It was so this fucked up. is strange. Um, yeah, I don't really, I mean, like, I wrote down some stuff, but I haven't. Um, Shannon's, <laughs> Shannon's saying that she couldn't be around Sand and Glamis, but she just got back from the beaches of Cabo. Mm. I, <laughs> Amazing. Shannon didn't care. Um, I said, why are Kelly and Michael married? Um, Jimmy Edmonds finding out Megan is pregnant is the same face of a man receiving the death penalty with no appeal. What do you do if you're forcing your partner into something they don't want and then also want them to be emotionally present? Like, I don't think that was part of the agreement. Like, I don't look at Jimmy Edmonds and I say, like, oh, there's a whole person. Like, I think he's a shell of a baseball bat. Like, I think he's a a human bat. Like, I, I think that... He's good for something, but don't not you feel like the some people just get maybe? And I'm, I'm this is just asking. I don't really know, but don't you feel like that some people maybe never get used to the cameras being around and just like aren't? I don't think he cares. Yeah, I really don't think he cares. And I think she's now like, wait, I want a different kind of marriage. And it's like, sweetie, that's not what you get when you're like wife number four or whatever. Yeah, I don't that's think, not what you signed up for. I guess I don't think that's terrific. Um, I thought that crash was like legit fucking terrifying yeah it seemed terrifying and were you worried for kelly at all during it i wasn't oddly enough i did think that kelly trying to cover vicky with her shirt at one moment she was like 
Oh, she like, I appreciate. She said, "I don't want her to be in the sun." I thought that was really sweet. Was what like, did you think? I was thought nice of. Thing. I thought of you when Kelly was um dry heaving on the <laughs> RV. What, did, what were your feelings? I here's the thing. Like, I get that people are saying that Heather's RV was fancy. But, like, at the end of the day, it's still an RV. Yeah. So I, I couldn't tell the difference between Heather's, like, fancy pants, Dubro RV and the shitty RV that Tamara had. Because I was, like, at the end, of the, it's just, like, it's a car that you sleep in. Like, I don't see, like, a huge difference between the two. I think vomiting sucks. So, like, down, sad face about that. I mean, I don't I just know. didn't know if it made you uncomfortable because I know, you know, like. Yeah, I don't want, like, retching. I don't like the noise of it. And also, I don't like anything having to do with Kelly Dodd. But, um. I I don't know. I thought the whole purpose of the episode was just the crash itself, the aftermath, and Megan King Edmonds being like, I'm good, hard pass. <laughs> the <laughs> idea of it's her. Which, would you have visited her? I mean, I get both sides. I get Megan being like... I mean, I think I really do get... I think I get both sides as well, her, which is... Her, her being, like, uncomfortable and being like, we're... She was like, we're not friends, which I think better could have been better say was like we're still working on our friendship and i think megan felt uncomfortable being in that kind of intimate environment but i do also understand like this woman is alone by herself just got airlifted to a hospital can someone please go check on her you know yeah i hear you her daughter's like i kind of felt like i get both sides i get the going to like maybe put let let bygones be bygones because this is serious but i also understand the like back to being consistent which is like we're not friends like why am i gonna go see her it doesn't sound like it's actually like that bad i'm super happy that oc is happening as um new york rides off into the sunset because i feel like oc is like giving me a lot it's giving me everything it's still like soft light boil right now like i think it's like leading to something like incredibly fucked up like i can feel it like i my my dog senses are like heightened like i feel like something crazy and horrible is about to happen but like i'm into it like (laughs) i'm not gonna lie to you like new york is almost done new york has given us a lot with the reunion series Jersey is happening. Nothing. It's, oh yeah. By the way, Jersey happens. Jersey happens. Not important. Um, a mobster was there and was like screaming about murder or something. It was so dumb. But I think that I think that OC is like giving me everything I need, and I'm like totes into it. I really I cannot wait for next week. I can't wait for the reunion part three next week. I can't wait to see how I'm going to be feeling emotionally, physically, <laughs> mentally, and then I can't wait for more OC. Like I really can't. I'm really into it. I'm really into it. I'm really, I can't wait till Luann's wedding. I can't wait. Let's think about, guys, tweet, <laughs> us, tweet us titles for Luann's spinoff. <laughs> oh my God, please do, guys. Bye. We'll see we'll you see next, next week. week. Toodles.